0: Today on Laura Lynn and Friends.
1: And I'm pretty certain if you went to Professor So-and-so and Professor So-and-so of such if you went around the medical schools in the United Kingdom now asking them, what is a woman? Even our professors of obstetrics and gynaecology now would not be able to answer that question because they believe that men can have babies. And quite frankly, these are the people who are going to be cutting you open. These are the people who are going to be delivering your, delivering your children, you're going to be entrusting your life into their hands and they can't tell you what a woman is and yet they have probably spent uh, they probably spent 15 years or more than that of their lives studying women
2: well hello everyone and welcome to the last days i'm laura lynn tyler thompson it's great to be with you i did uh, live on my facebook concerning marcus ray and um a warrior calls and uh, so we'll be putting that up on all of my platforms later on so that uh, you can see that and getting some feedback on there, very interesting. Certainly we all wanna stand in our nation um, as correctly and as strongly as we can. And so I've given you my heart on that issue and I hope that you'll listen uh, to it and uh, let me know. Other things that are going on, um, we didn't cover it the other day, but Tavistock, the Tavistock uh, Gender Clinic has been shut down. I believe that they are saying that some of the things that have happened have been unsafe. Of course, we've covered many times as doctors have quit, they have not been able to stand by the outcomes, transitioning children they haven't seen that it has sorted itself out at all. Well, my guest today is going to give us some clarity on something that he's, he's been through, but before we do that, let's have a look at what uh, Governor DeSantis, somebody that I'm really admiring these days, because this is a guy, oh, I always say, where's our DeSantis in Canada? Where is our hero in Canada who is elected Powerful and makes decisions that are good for the people. Where is that guy? I do know the couple that we've had that stand up for science and stand up for common sense and the principles we've always stood for. And if they dare to say anything, guess what? They get ousted, silenced, cancel culture, steps in. We don't see them anymore. You know who they are. Take a look at uh, DeSantis, what he had to say.
0: Talk about these very young kids getting gender affirming care. They don't tell you what that is, is they're actually giving very young girls double mastectomies. They want to castrate these young boys. That's wrong. And so we've stood up and said, both from the health and children well-being perspective, you know, you don't disfigure 10 12, 13 year old kids uh, based on gender dysphoria, 80% of it resolves anyways by the time they get older. So why would you be doing this? I think these doctors need to get sued for what's happening. I'm sorry.
2: (laughs) I just love him. (laughs) He's a good man. Oh, we need a hundred of those kind of people running the country and definitely stepping into positions that matter in Canada. We really do. Well, one of those incredible heroes on this planet is actually from England and his name is Dr. David Macareth and he got sacked or fired uh, for saying that people can't choose their gender. So we welcome you to the show, uh, Dr. Macareth. Thank you for being with us today and uh, give us some idea of your story sir, how it began um, and and what you've been through because of standing up for common sense and science.
1: Uh, well I think the first thing to be said is that this is a fast moving story and it's moving very fast paced even now four years after the initial event. Um, I'm a medical doctor, I have spent most of my working life in accident and emergency but I changed jobs and applied for a job with a government department here in England, the Department for Work and Pensions, uh, doing assessments on disabled people to find out what work they could do or what uh, benefits they should receive. And it, uh, during the training, we were told we'd have to use any pronoun, he or she, or any other pronoun, I suppose, that a person presented with in the reports. These were legal reports that we were writing uh, and that we had to do this. Now. I had prayed for wisdom and I had prayed that the Lord Jesus would show me what I should do. And so I questioned this. I said, as a Christian, I can't really do that. I believe that we are made in God's image, that we are made male and female. I cited Genesis 1.27. This led to quite a lot of discussion. But eventually, um, I, I, during which I kept saying, as a Christian, in good conscience, I cannot do what you're asking. In the end, it was decided that I couldn't do the job. So I lost my job. That was four years ago I think I should say for people who are watching this it wasn't an easy thing to lose my job I'm quite certain I did the right thing I'm quite certain that the Lord stood with me when I was asked what I would do but uh, it's, it's a difficult thing to lose your job but the Lord is faithful and he has had mercy upon me uh, and kept me since that time so I came in contact with a group called Christian Concern. Some of you will know of Christian Concern and the Christian Legal Centre because of the work they do on this side of the pond. And uh, they, they said they would like to take my case up. I already wanted to, to, to take it to court because I realised that if I was going to lose my job for not using transgender pronouns, this affected every single person in the country, not just me. It seemed a bit selfish to keep it to myself. Uh, and so one year ago, sorry, three years ago, we had a tribunal. In which we were fairly listened to and we said that uh, under what's known as the Equalities Act here Christians should be just as defended as anybody else uh, and therefore my Christian belief my Christian faith shouldn't be forced by my employers uh, and, and my language shouldn't be enforced if you like the government shouldn't be able to order doctors to lie well three years ago we got an absolute hammering from the courts who said that my um, lack of belief in transgenderism and my Christian faith wasn't worthy of consideration in um, a democratic society, uh, for example, which actually, in terms of UK courts, is the equivalent of saying Christianity is is equivalent of Nazism, uh, and the courts themselves did that. This wasn't me raising this; this was what, this is what the courts were doing. So we had an absolute hammering. So we applied for an appeal, and that appeal was delayed uh, for three years because of the partly because of the COVID crisis so four years after the initial sacking we found ourselves just a few months ago and going back to court for an appeal at the next court up and we didn't get quite as bad a hammering this time this time the court said you're allowed to be a christian you're allowed to believe that god made the world you're allowed to believe that um that you're made in the image of god you're allowed to believe uh, that we're male and female but they said your beliefs are not protected so uh, this was something which seemed absolutely ridiculous legally, that everybody else's beliefs are protected, but Christian beliefs aren't protected for some reason by the courts. So this is where we are now. We, we're appealing again, and in the last few days, um, we've, we've, we've written our appeal and handed it in. But we believe that not only should Christian, the Christian faith be um, allowed We're fighting that it should be allowed, but it should be protected with the section as any other belief in our society. So we're still fighting this battle. And whilst we're fighting it, we're fighting it against a background. You mentioned positive affirmation there. This is something that's very big in the United Kingdom, not just in the Tavistock Clinic, which you mentioned. They got away with terrible um, things through what's known as positive affirmation, the Tavistock Clinic did, and they've now been called out for that. And in fact, over here, there are people not calling for them to be disciplined or struck off but actually calling for some of these doctors to go to prison for the harm and the damage that they've caused i'm not one of those because i don't think it's my duty to do that but but there's great feeling here about what's happened in this clinic with that in the, as a background we're fighting against positive affirmation for example in the health service over here or in the department for work and pensions from which i got sacked there's this idea that uh, that all of these views all of these philosophies should be presented without any challenge whatsoever. And therefore, there's a conspiracy of silence. Nobody's allowed to speak up, nobody's allowed to say anything. We are challenging that in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ.
2: Wow. Um, How did this happen where a group that, you know, even eight years ago, we hadn't heard of gender theory, we hadn't heard that people can choose their genders as the these people are proponents of. And yet it swept in. I think when I found out that Soros was funding this agenda throughout many schools and universities, the transgender agenda, which is shocking. I mean, it seems he's an evil man who just wants to spread confusion on on the planet. But that, that helped me to understand how this spread so quickly because I was so naive in the beginning that I thought it was just maybe our province in Canada. <laughs> we had a couple crazy teachers and they, they had it all wrong and they were going to be teaching the kids and putting this curriculum in, but come to find out that Australia, the United States, New Zealand, the UK, every everywhere was implementing this. And it just, it took hold, I believe. How do you think they did that? How did they get everyone to buy into this
1: Uh, lovely question thank you I I don't think one individual is to blame I think there's a whole network of individuals from very powerful people like George Soros or or, or Klaus Schwab and others in the Worldwide Economic Forum um, who have an agenda uh, but it's also down to just ordinary people the little people people are silent doctors are silent when they know uh, for example my profession Every doctor should be standing up and saying that a person cannot change sex, and we should do that for the sake of our patients, including our transgender patients. We must start with truth. Somebody once said to me that there's a problem in the teacher training colleges. The teacher training colleges are um, awash with this kind of doctrine. So it's no wonder that in this country It seems to me, at least, that uh, the teachers themselves are very, very powerfully involved in promoting this and not challenging this ideology. So they go and say to little children, if you're a girl, you could be a boy. If you're a boy, you could be a girl. I mean, this is catastrophic, absolutely catastrophic. So it it is part of a well thought out, well established global strategy, um, which is which is uh, developing and going forward. um, And we need to tackle it on every level. I mean, I think we need to to remember, even in politics, for for, for decades now, if Christians tried to get into politics, they couldn't because they had to affirm these things long before the rest of us. If you didn't believe um, the uh, work agenda, as we call it, then you simply weren't fit to be selected to be an MP, for example. So it's very, very hard for Christians to take a stand. Um, Everywhere has been infiltrated by this ideology, and it's very, very strong. And as I say, I think we we have to accept that this has been well planned in advance, it's being well executed. What, I, what I've said is this whilst whilst I don't believe a person for example, uh, that even transgender people are victims of this system. The whole idea is satanic. It's there to dehumanise us. and if 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 we're a little bit less male or we're a little bit less female, then we become a little bit less human. and if we're a little bit less human, we're a little bit more vulnerable to globalization, to global control and to individual coercion. So, so, so it, it, it is, it is a, it's much bigger than George Soros. It's, it's entirely um, a, a, a thing that is spread throughout society. And at the heart of this is the fact that we've turned away from God and we have forgotten the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we put away from us the knowledge of God. And this is the madness. And this is the folly that we've fallen into.
2: And what could be more demonic than uh, going against the identity of a child and putting all of these doubts into their minds, so that they would, you know, even begin to wonder if something is fundamentally wrong with them? And we do know that children that have, you know, two or three other, perhaps mental health issues that they're dealing with, even especially such as autism, that some of these kids then latch on to that kind of uh you know messaging and they don't let it go and then they're encouraged down a path that if you dare say anything against that then you're a bigot
1: well this is this is this is this is true now if we think about the closure of the tavistock clinic the tavistock clinic was criticized because it had this positive affirmation model and that meant that if a child came along, I mean, somebody in the Daily Telegraph over here cited that somebody had written down a girl as possibly a boy because she'd watched some Thomas the Tank Engine videos, which sound, strikes me as being absolutely absurd. But this positive affirmation model simply said that once they came to the clinic, uh, they must be transgender, they must be put on a transgender pathway, which would often lead to puberty blockers and then trans cross-sex hormones, and in many cases, perhaps uh, transgender surgery. But underneath that, there were all these other medical conditions. Some were severely depressed. Others had autism, as you say. And these issues simply weren't addressed. It's it's as though the clinic was being used to promote uh, an ideology. Now, the backlash from the closure of the Tavistock Clinic, because the government is closing the Tavistock Clinic, is people are actually saying this was a catastrophe. The government itself is saying it'll set up new clinics which actually look at the underlying issues. We don't have this positive affirmation model and it gives us as Christians a chance to speak out. For example, if I had said before that nobody can change sex, I would have been told, be quiet, you're not allowed to say that. But now I can say, well, if I say that nobody can change sex, I can demand scientific evidence from the other side to to prove that a person can change sex. But there's no evidence for that and there cannot be evidence for that. In other words, we will no longer be silenced because positive affirmation is a way of silencing all opposition. And now that positive affirmation has been discredited, we must speak up and we must speak out and we must ask these questions. And we must point out that we have got to be free to criticise scientifically, medically, culturally, and in our case, from a Christian perspective, these positive affirmations which are being forced on children.
2: Yes. One of the, the things that we're not allowed to do anymore at all, whether it's regarding gender or vaccines or the way that the world handled the lockdowns, we don't seem to be able to question anything. We're, we're called names and we're bullied and we're especially bullied yes. from the anti-bullying crowd, which is quite ironic. And they talk <laughs> yes. about diversity, but they yes. don't respect our diversity nor do they uh, respect the fact that we have a different way of looking at things and we are not going to celebrate their lifestyle, Mm -hmm. as in they do not celebrate our Jesus, we do not require them to, and we should not be uh, required to celebrate their certain way of looking at things.
1: Well, that, that's, that's absolutely true. And uh, just walking out through the city of Hull here, it's a quite a nice city here in England, but the the council have put up rainbow flags everywhere. And this is something which is just in everybody's face now. Everywhere, every day, you see rainbow flags. And it's almost like a statement of, of this is, uh, we, are, we are your new rulers. We've replaced your national flag with our flag bow down before your new rulers and I think not just um, people like myself but but the general populace must be getting so tired of this being in our faces we're not gay we don't have to be gay uh, we, we I take a Christian view on those issues I take a biblical view on those issues but this is in our face one of the things that was said to me when I said to my employers four years ago that as a Christian in good conscience I cannot do this talking about being forced to use transgender um, pronouns some some people are saying well just use them to be kind. But if I use them to be kind, I'm actually giving in to the, um, the that lobby, the LGBTQI lobby. And if I do that, um, I'm empowering them. I'm, I'm bowing to them and I'm empowering them. And if I empower them as a doctor in that way, then I'm empowering them to then go and treat children the way they are doing, which is absolutely catastrophic. So we mustn't empower that. And we mustn't believe ever that by telling a lie that we are loving people because love and sound medical science and treating our patients correctly must start with truth.
2: It it absolutely must. And what do you see as the impact on women's sports and uh, women's, you know, their identities? Because we've all seen as this swimmer has now come in as saying that he identifies as a she and is taking away golds and different medals from women who've been practicing their whole lives to, to win the gold.
1: Yes, absolutely. I wouldn't consider myself an expert on women's sport except to say that I think there are good reasons why women compete with women and men compete with men. And it's obvious, you have to look to see there's a much greater muscle bulk in the upper body for these individuals, even if they're on hormones. One um, also, is horrified to hear and i'm not a boxing fan but to hear of women being knocked out by ex-military men in the boxing ring and this is this is brutal this is absolutely brutal but um but yes and it's not just and it's not just in sport i mean what about the impact on medicine um there's been a report also uh, this week in one of the newspapers here that the royal college of obstetrics and gynecology here in the united kingdom obstetricians and gynecologists gynaecologists, surgeons and doctors who look after women's health uh, is, is now consulting over a paper which says they should adopt, adopt transgender language and that means that now these men who are supposed to be experts in women are actually um, talking about men having babies and they're talking about chest feeding instead of breastfeeding because apparently some people are offended when they have children if they get told they're breastfeeding now this is the height of insanity Because our experts, our experts in women's medicine should be able to answer the question, what is a woman? And I'm pretty certain if you went to Professor So-and-so and and Professor So-and-so of such university, if you went around the medical schools in the United Kingdom now asking them, what is a woman? Even our professors of obstetrics and gynecology now would not be able to answer that question because they believe that men can have babies. And quite frankly, these are the people who are going to be cutting you open these are the people who are going to be delivering your delivering your children you're going to be entrusting your life into their hands, and they can't tell you what a woman is and yet they have probably spent uh, they probably spent fifteen years or more than that of their lives studying women and this this is catastrophic for medicine it
2: absolutely it, is and um, uh, very shocking that it that such an illogical perspective is being received in mainstream and in fact um you know, when I've run for political positions, uh, the mainstream yes. media has has hauled me, you know, over the coals for not wanting my children yes. taught that they can change their gender, and it seems like, yes. you know, they've all lost their ever-loving minds, and I, I refuse to see yes. it as any other way. It's anti-science, yes. it's ridiculous, and it's hurting people now.
1: Yes. Well, I think I think at this moment in time, you're aware that in the United Kingdom, Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister, is in trouble uh, and we're looking to replace him. And what's coming out now is that a lot of the candidates who are seeking to replace Boris Johnson and become the new Prime Minister are actually standing up and saying, we'll stand up against this. There's been such a backlash and there is such a strong feeling amongst many people that actually some politicians, more politicians are now um, taking a stand now that creates wind. And it, it creates a window for uh, Christians to stand up and really take these questions home. For, for example, we should be writing to professors of obstetrics and gynecology and asking them and requiring, requiring them to answer the question, what is a woman? Because they, sh- they hold people. I like, forgive the politicians for not knowing, but what about the doctors? They should know. Um, but there's a window to speak up now because some of our politicians at last have plucked up the courage and they've said we're going to deal with wokeness, we're going to deal with these... Um, uh um, uh, self-centered diversity champions who are only looking at one side of the story and tavistock has opened this up as well that when we only have one side when we only have positive affirmation then people get hurt and people actually do care about that but as christians we must stand up as christians we must be at the forefront as christians we must speak we must write we must encourage each other, and, and we must be seen to be in the public sphere speaking up on these things and taking a forefront in these issues. I mean, that's, that's why I recommend, strongly recommend, the work of Christian Concern, who've done so much for me and for my case. Well,
2: well that is good. And, um, you know, we also have to stand for those women who feel kind of alone, like in Leah Thomas' uh, situation where this guy, says he's a girl and you've got all of these uh, female athletes who have to be in a change room with him. I, I, I'm just beside myself with where did we in a world where the, all the women feminists um, are so proud of themselves and burned their bras and you know did whatever. And now
0: mm-hmm.
2: it, it's all about a man can be in your space. And they don't even know what to say about it because it's so illogical that they they are actually stunned. And it's very hurtful to females. It's hurtful. It's not just what Leah Thomas is doing. Now, this is being put out as an example in schools across the country so that these young guys, we, we had somebody in British Columbia, so proud of himself that he kept winning the track meets. You looked at his legs, they were two times the size of the real girls and uh, you know and and the world kind of celebrated or clapped politely not knowing what to say and if we do speak up and if we do keep a a strong response of we're not accepting this this is not okay then um then we have a pushback against it and so i do appreciate groups that are doing that
1: yes well, there are several groups doing that. They're not all Christian over here in the kingdom. Um, one one uh, person, Kelly J. Keene, uh, put up a poster with the Oxford English Dictionary definition of what a woman is. And it simply said, woman, adult, human, female. This poster was taken down as potential hate crime, which is absolutely absurd again. But that, of course, created a lot of publicity. And so people who are in the know and asked what a woman is, just say an adult, human, female. There's the work of Mayor Forstatter as well, which needs to be mentioned because she's taken a stand on this. But these women are very concerned indeed about men being in women's spaces. They think this is an extremely important issue, as I do as well. They're worried about the potential risk and the potential harm or danger that could come. And as Christians, we have to go beyond that even. We have to say this is a moral issue, that it is immoral and it's corrupting for. Uh, Young or anybody male and female to go into each other's spaces. This is a moral issue It's 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 wrong and it's corrupting our children our girls our boys are being corrupted by this not just put in danger But moving on from that these women have spoken up very firmly and said women are being expunged from existence here Because we have this definition now. You're you're not just a woman. You're a cis woman Um, uh, and trans women are real women and all of this uh, and, and and motherhood is just you're just a birth parent you're no longer a mother and so on and I dare say what they say women are in, in, in some quarters in this country and women are saying we're actually being wiped out and we're the, the, the they see it as a conspiracy by evil men to simply wipe men, women out completely and and uh, now what's really happening here is that we are denigrating women completely and we're making them less than human beings now, the, the truth is, I think that the same thing is happening to men as well. And we also, uh, we, we, we're different. We, we tend not to stand up for ourselves as a group. But, but every, time, every time I use transgender pronouns, I'm deny, denying my masculinity, my maleness as created as a man in the image of God. But yes, women are, are being expunged from existence. That's, that's how they feel. That's what they're saying. But who's doing this to us? Well, it's under women who are doing this to men and women. And again, it's a madness. It's an absolute insanity. And I believe that the only answer lies with the Lord Jesus Christ and lies with the gospel. There isn't any other answer. It's a spiritual issue. But we have to come back to the fact that that, that, that men and women are equal. They're made equally in the image of God. Each are extraordinary and remarkable. as created by God. And we must stand up for our humanity as human beings made in the image of God. But yes, we must fight for biological women in these days.
2: Yes, we must. Um, um, Laura Ingram was talking about a story last night where there were some kids just in junior school, like uh, actually, I mean, uh, kindergarten, grade one, grade two, and they were being forced to um, call the other kids by their chosen pronouns. And some kids were changing their pronouns every day because they said, I'm gender fluid, today I'm female, tomorrow, I'm male, and so there was all this confusion, and then the kids were getting in trouble because they now were no. not using the correct pronouns, and the school was implementing, you know, um, some sort of punishment against them. And so, kid, uh, parents started taking their kids out of these schools, yes. you know, en masse. And that's what needs yes. to happen, you know, if our yes. if our schools don't straighten out, we're going to have to separate into different societies and just, you know, agree to disagree and we're mm. gonna move on from each other because we can't allow yes. our kids to have this crazy indoctrination and chaos put into them.
1: Well, we, we can't, We can't. and I think uh, I'm heartened by what you're saying, that parents are doing this en masse. In this country, they're not, parents don't seem to care. There are some, of course, over here, if you go to the Christian Concern website, you can read about Nigel and Sally Rowe who took their child out of a school. A six-year-old boy was told that if he didn't accept that another boy was wearing a dress he was transphobic this is absurd it's a terrible slur nice. to give a six year old boy uh, and so they stood up and they, they fought but where are they where are the millions of other parents i'm pretty certain that in canada where you are that um, despite the fact that multitudes of parents take their children out of school the government and the teaching unions they won't listen they won't close the schools or change their practices but the problem we have here in the united kingdom seems to be that the parents don't care what's being done to their children and I I call that the Netflix effect that they're more concerned to see the next episode of whatever they're binge watching than they defend their children and if that's not true then why aren't they defending their children what is happening in schools what is happening to children is an absolute catastrophe both now and for the years to come these children can't defend themselves they can't weigh up the arguments and what they're being told is an absolute lie And they're not just doing it with children, they're doing it with adults as well. Over here, one of the big banks um, has been in the press recently because it started making, or they would say they didn't force, but they started um, getting their staff to use pronoun badges. Now, I can remember when we used to all use pronouns very easily and we knew who was male and we knew who was female and we all got along and the language held us together and it was terrific. But now, if we miss gender somebody according to their things, then we're at risk of committing a hate crime. And so we have to wear badges. And, and, and if, if you look at the BBC. I mean, the BBC here in the United Kingdom used to be um, the envy of the world as a broadcaster. But now they're telling their employees that there are 150 genders. And so they need to put their pronouns on their emails. Now, how can such a society survive? We can't. We cannot do <laughs> that with crazy. pronouns and survive. It is crazy. And all because we've forgotten God now, another thing that struck me was this, that if you go back to the discussion of obstetricians and gynecologists, these are the surgeons who have over decades, uh, over 50 years now, have, have um, shed innocent blood, uh, and they have um, killed countless numbers of unborn children here in the United Kingdom, and no doubt they have seared consciences in that. But God has just handed them over to madness. Now they can't even tell what a w- the difference between a woman and a man. So, so, so I actually see this as a direct judgment of God on, on the medical profession for exceedingly great wickedness. And to be honest, it, because of that innocent blood, this may just be the beginning. Um, so so God, is, God is not mocked. And it's said that God's wheels grind ex- slowly, but they grind exceedingly fine. And, and we have we have that on our hands and we need to speak up about it. But but the doctors who do these things now can't even tell the difference between a male and a female. Shocking.
2: Absolutely shocking. And I'm just so glad that you are one of the brave souls um, and paid a very high price for being courageous and telling the truth. Uh, I'll give you the final word. Is, is there anything um, else that that uh, is going on anything that we can look at or be watching for do you have any final words of advice
1: well again uh, if you want to know what's happening in the united kingdom i would encourage you to look at the christian concern website uh, and uh, to pray for, for their um for their uh work just get out there and preach the gospel but there's probably somebody here who's saying um i wish i could take a stand but i'm too afraid now, let's be perfectly honest about this. It's not easy to take a stand. It's easy to know what the right thing to do is. It's difficult to take a stand. We can take a stand when we are willing to be used by God in whatever capacity he wants to use us. Even even when I lost my job, it wasn't without much prayer in advance and, and asking God for strength and help, because I didn't have the strength in myself. All, all the glory must go to God, not not to us. But Having taken that stand, it's been sheer joy and delight for me to know that I stood up for the truth, I stood up for the Lord Jesus Christ, and there's nothing like that. So I think we're going to, as Christians, need to be prepared to face suffering trials, much greater trials and difficulties in the near future. But let's walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's stand for the truth. Let's get out there and be the light that we're supposed to be and lift up the name of Jesus wherever and whenever we can.
2: Good. You're a man after my own heart, and we pray that Excellent. all who have eyes to hmm. eyes to see and ears to hear will will come to an understanding of who God Amen. is. Thank you, uh, Dr. Macarthur. I really Thank appreciate you for your me. courage and your hmm. spirit. Thank you so much, and God bless.
1: God bless. Thank you very much.
2: Excellent. 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 To see people all over the world uh, taking a hit and they're not stopped. They're like the Energizer Bunny. Uh, they don't stop just because you lose a job. Oh, let's get another one. You know, you keep fighting, and now we're starting to see the positive results of that. Tavistock Gender Clinic was something that uh, we brought up repeatedly in the last four years, four or five years. We've been talking all about uh, the, the harms that were being caused. We highlighted how many doctors were leaving, and now to see that it's actually shutting down I do know they'd like to claim a victory. Uh, Those that are in, um, you know, uh, on that side of the equation saying, oh, they're going to be giving better, more focused uh, help. Well, stop affirming this. That will be the best help. And start affirming who God made um, people to be. The Word of God says, before he formed us in our mother's womb, he knew us. So he decided. God decides if you... Get what kind of parts for who you're going to be. I want to look right now at Godfrey Bloom. He's an MEP speaking in the European Parliament about climate change fraud. This is significant, and it's going on all over the world. Take a look.
3: Uh, Well, uh, Mr. President, I take the uh, opportunity of uh, wishing the East European cities well in the coming of the very early skiing season. Uh, and snow and ice that's come there, what, of course, is indicative of the fact that, as independent science has now confirmed, that the globe is actually cooling and has been cooling since 2002, broadly flat since 1998. Uh, so uh, we're all talking about something here which isn't happening. I've heard time and time again members here talk of CO2 as a pollutant. A pollutant is a life-giving natural gas. It gives me the impression that some of our members haven't had the benefit of a formal education. Isn't this really just about the state being able to get its hand in ordinary people's trouser pocket to steal yet more tax from them? Isn't this all about political control? Isn't all this about politics and big business? The whole thing's a sham, this bogus hype. Hypothesis: this ridiculous nonsense that man-made CO2 is causing global warming. Enough, please, before we damage irrevocably the global economy.
2: Isn't that amazing? Oh, 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 you give it to him. (laughs) Oh, I love to see these, you know, these amazing politicians speaking up when you know they're going to have to go against the fray right now because the politically correct and all the money that's been poured into the lies and all the bought off. Blackmailed or bribed, pathetic, pathetic politicians in our nations. Uh, God help y'all. Really, that's all I have to say. Take a look at this guy, a Dutch journalist talking to Mark Stein about what a leading Dutch bank is proposing in terms of carbon credits. ...dual personal carbon credit, why don't we make it so that rich people who, for example, want to go on holiday a little too often, uh-huh. can buy personal carbon credit from other people who, for example, can't afford buying plane tickets or
1: eating meat too often. So we can that way swap it out. Oh, so, so if, if Bill Gates uh, or Leonardo DiCaprio's
3: carbon footprint is getting a bit too big, uh, then some peasant living in his hovel up country somewhere can sell his, uh, and he can't afford to go to Saint Tropez, but he'll be able to sell his carbon allowance to Leonardo DiCaprio, so Leonardo can park his yacht in Santa tropez for a couple of extra days.
1: Exactly right. That's it. So what will happen is the, richer, r- the rich will get richer, the poor will get poorer, and they're saying it openly as if it's not a controversial yeah. thing at all. Yeah. It's neo-feudalism. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. And they don't mind, you know, it's just, yeah, okay,
2: Th- then they said, well, and it's just a thought experiment, because obviously a lot of people were kind
0: of upset about this communist ideal that they just presented to the people on TV as a good idea.
2: I was just trying to um, ask JT if, if he'd heard about what's going on here, because they're doing this, I believe it was in Holland. I think um, Gary DeVries sent me something on this. Ah, uh, shoot, I wish that I'd gotten that ready. But in any case, it looks like they're going to start... Deciding how much energy that you can use, and if you have, say, used too much, then hmm, maybe you don't get your air conditioning or you don't get your heat on. And they're gonna—that's why they want this digital digital ID, right? So that everything's all combined, they can track and trace and know exactly what's happening, you know, in your world. Uh, Pretty pathetic. So let's go to this. uh, Dr. Merle Nass. She's talking about the new mRNA COVID shot and that it will contain um, a a few items that we need to know about. Take a look.
0: We're not going to have to wait very long before new messenger RNA shots are available. They're, They're going to be here in a month or two. And what is being pushed out in the United States is a combination influenza shot and a new messenger RNA COVID shot, which is going to have, it sounds like, three different antigens. So it's going to have the original shot, the Wuhan strain uh, spike, and then it's going to have a spike from Omicron BA4, and it looks like a spike from Omicron BA5. We don't know how much total spike there will be in it. It will probably be more than what there is now in simply the Wuhan strain vaccines. And then you're going to have um, the flu shot as well with probably, uh, four different antigens in that, and maybe more. So um, nobody knows what that vaccine is going to do to anyone. We don't know how much lipid nanoparticle it will have, or messenger RNA, and it will be rushed out as your fall flu shot. So so everyone be aware and be wary. Um, I don't know if um, there is
2: a way to get my other phone. Is it, it's where? Um, well, it had something on it. Um, it's okay. But, you know, considering child vaccinations, we're seeing that there is an epic number of negative results happening to pregnant women. They are having spontaneous um, miscarriages. All of these things are being documented. Uh, There was a doctor, I think, I guess I'll just put it out tomorrow. I thought I was charging over there. No. Oh my word, okay. Um, I did play it earlier on my live broadcast on Facebook, so I played this doctor, they're very concerned. He read out the statistics. This is happening, this is not safe. We've got all kinds of problems uh, going on, so. (laughs) All right, so let me ask you this. Um, do Do you all believe that we're getting farther ahead, that we're fighting well? Is there anything that you think that we could be doing? When I talked about Marcus Ray today and uh, a warrior calls and their plan to move forward, what I'd really like, I would really, really love if we could all, um, you know, put our best ideas forward. If we want to begin sharing them, I know that many of you are sharing that in some of your Telegram and Signal uh, applications. We do need to fight. I just I believe that we need the timing of the Lord and in many ways all of us just need to do what we can do in light of everything we need to do. We need to do our best to be courageous in our places of influence. We're not even there yet. I'm sorry, but we're not. Many of you cannot even tell the people that you work with that you didn't take the shot. You've probably even pretended that you have, and I'm not saying all of you, but I'm saying many of us, we just don't want the fight. So can we all get to the place where we're willing to stand uncompromised, without apology for what we believe in, for what we think is right? When I got to that place, I got powerful. When I was able to stand fully in what I believe in, not feeling that I had to please others, or make anybody else happy. I had to please God. So if you are able to just say how you feel about certain things, I think that's important. Even if people don't agree with you <coughs> and believe me, sometimes they don't. My website is lauralyn.tv. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing life with me. I love, that we get to do this together. My website, uh, lauralyn.tv. My email is at protonmail.com. Thank you. You can also uh, wait till the end of the program where you will see my address, or you can zoom ahead if this is on uh, YouTube or one of the other channels. You can just go to the end for my address if you prefer snail mail. Thank you very much for those of you who can support me. I realize times are tough. I get it. Boy, do I get it. Times are very difficult. We don't know what we're facing. We've got inflation. We've got record high gas and diesel prices. How did that happen? And why am I on a road trip (laughs) during that time? But for any of you who can support the work that we do, we can't do this any other way. It's only because of your love and your kindness. That's it. That's the only way we do this. I wanna read to you as we go today, uh, from the Word of God and I was up early this morning and uh, I went before the Lord I asked him if he would give me wisdom because a lot is going on I asked him if he would help me if he would help me to see uh, to see with clear eyes what is going on in our world to be a discerner of the times to give me wisdom do you pray for that? Because the Lord says that he will give that to us liberally. Do you want wisdom? I have a feeling that if you're already watching to this point in the show, I've only got people that are discerners watching. <laughs>
0: That's
2: my guess. You know, I do I do like those guys. I just got another email from a
0: fellow who said
2: that he's not religious at all but uh, he really takes comfort in knowing that other people see what he's seeing. And so it's interesting, he has discernment as well. He is seeing what is going on. Well, may, may all who have eyes to see and ears to hear find the Lord God who gives us the ultimate in all wisdom. Let me just read this to you. So this is in Zechariah 8, verse 14. This is what the Lord Almighty says, just as I had determined to bring disaster on you and showed no pity when your ancestors angered me. Now who's God speaking to? God is speaking to an entire nation. The Bible says that God does not change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So I'm imagining that if he was able to get angry at a nation in days of old, He can still feel those same feelings. When people rejected God, when they spit in His face, so to speak, it angered Him. So what happened? Just as I had determined to bring disaster on you and showed no pity when your ancestors angered me, says the Lord Almighty, so now, I like when it switches, so now I have determined, wow, to do good again to Jerusalem and Judah. Do not be afraid. These are the things you are to do. What should we do? If we want God to turn his hand of good to our nation, what are we to do? God gives it to us right here. Are you ready? Speak the truth to each other. That'd be good, right? Hey, all you, medical people speak the truth to each other and render true and sound judgment in your courts that speaks to justice that speaks to the judges the lawyers those who bring about justice in Canada render true and sound judgment in your courts or what Or maybe that goes back to the beginning of this verse where it says, I've determined to bring disaster because you did not do that. All right, let's keep going. Do not plot evil against each other. I feel like some evil's been plotted. Don't mess with God, everybody. And do not love to swear falsely. In other words, don't speak lies. It says right here, I hate all of this, declares the Lord. I want God's favor. Let's do what's right. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow. You know, it's not easy to deliver the truth of what our sick world is doing. But for some of us, we feel that we have no choice.